This episode of the Golf Game Podcast on the Sports Game Podcast Network is presented to you by Bird Dog Shorts. Dominate summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the god of golf himself, Steve Shermer. Still here. No baby. It's a rocket mortgage. Classic DFS picks. He's got the go bag ready to go. If we see a blur, he's off. Yep. I mean, it'll be more like a scream of Steve, get the <laughs> fuck off the podcast if, uh, if that happens. So that, that's a true story, that'll by be, the way. I that'll asked be my amazing. wife. Yeah, I asked my wife uh, what would happen if uh, she goes into labor, and she said that's exactly what, what would happen. So if I just go quickly as I'm talking about Brandon Wu uh, later on the show, <laughs> you'll know exactly why, and then you won't see me for another month. But no, uh, still here. Uh, no baby. Uh, anyone who had uh, June 26th, you only have uh, about three hours left uh, in order to get that. Uh, that would be a very fast labor. That very would. That labor. would be a very fast labor. But you know, it's in second kid, though, so I hear that just... They come a little quicker, but my mine were all C section. So. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Wow. Mine were scheduled. Well, okay. So, <laughs> um. So, anyways, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> this tournament definitely feels like it's sure yep. to break down DFS, but that's, I'm excited. That's what the about- golfers say. That's what the golfers are all saying. They say, well, uh, I'm here. I'm in Detroit. Exactly. I mean, they're here to <laughs> for rocket mortgage and to uh, maybe uh, see a bunch of trees get uh put down today unfortunately but yeah let's say there's a couple guys in this field i'm excited to talk about so we'll uh we'll break it down yeah. a little bit i um i think it's i i, I wonder how rocket mortgage can still afford to sponsor a pga tournament given the fact that like mortgage refinances are down like 85 percent purchases are down like i don't know at least 35 so i know they're hemorrhaging loot well i mean the pga tour doesn't really seem to care about rocket mortgage either just one of their biggest sponsors or next week at john deere when we'll see that tournament and uh no one's going to show up uh you wonder why big companies like at&t and you know honda mm-hmm. are all fleeing because uh they can't get you know good spots and this is <laughs> essentially what we're getting this week but um yeah i mean so the big news today he had a couple of trees get put down uh yep. i forgot to mention last night that that's not the only thing that's happened to the golf course apparently a couple of greens got vandalized uh, a few months ago uh somebody spilled some chemicals or acid or something over, I think the eleventh and twelfth green. Yeah. So I think it was yeah. Angry employee. Like who? Like, I don't know who would destroy a green. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. Like I'll show that groundskeeper. Like was it just a guy who like went out and shot one thirty, or was or was it a guy? Or was it like an ex employee who was angry? Maybe it was uh, Malcolm Gladwell or somebody in LA of saying that uh, you know golf courses are just a waste of uh, public space. So. Sure. I actually saw that take ever LACC that they said, you know, the problem is not uh, the U S open. The problem is just golf in general. I'm like, Oh, let me click on this LA times article and see uh, what this kale eater has to say about that. You always hear about it too. They're always saying that, you know, golf course is just race, race to real estates and cost taxpayers money. And the old racist white guys playing golf, taking up our land where it could be a dog park. Mm -hmm. It could be. It just means that you're probably like 40 a handicap and uh, never could be good enough to uh, hold a golf club. But I, uh, I, I remember the first time I stumbled a- a- across that thought online and I was like, wait, is this person fucking serious? Well, I know, I know Malcolm Gladwell. I know Malcolm Gladwell when I think when on, I think um, the Bill Simmons podcast and made that argument too. I'm like, what the fuck am I listening to at this point? Yeah, typical. So, all right. Um, well, you want to take a quick break first before we start breaking it down? Yeah. 
All right. Yes. Yeah. We can talk about bird. We can talk about bird dog shorts. They're uh, they're they're really comfortable, right? Probably like uh, Detroit right now. I imagine it's uh, like nice and it's not swelteringly, murderously, oppressively hot like it is in Florida today. Like ninety eight degrees. You turn on the car and it's one hundred and ten, and you need bird dog shorts for that. Uh, they're just like Lululemon, but they fit way better. Um, they're not made of that stiff, restricted cotton. They're made of cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit so you don't have to sacrifice the movement and bird dogs use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that gives you keeps you cool and dry all day long which is very important whether you're golfing in florida or new york in the summertime it gets humid up there for i guess what northeasterners would consider humid not like breathing through a, a cheesecloth down here where you're just miserable your shorts are sticking to your legs your balls are sticking to your thighs you need a good pair of shorts so that's why you go ahead and get bird dogs so you go to birddogs.com slash pool and enter promo code pool for a free yeti style tumbler with your order that's birddogs.com slash pool for a free yeti style tumbler you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise yeah and you know you know it's good to uh wait around for a kid in uncomfortable chairs in the hospital <laughs> oh, uh true. wearing a good set of bird dog shorts let me tell you that i got those packed in the uh the, the go bag so sneaky you know it's another sneaky spot you need decent shorts is fucking flying you get you get, yes it's sticky flying too for some reason like it's just a miserable experience well you, you, just, wear, like, you're, you're you don't want to sardine at that point too you definitely want a little bit yeah. of uh you know air going on down there yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's just uh, you can't. You don't want to be a bum and wear like gym shorts to the airport, even though that's what we wear a lot of the time now. But I don't know. Yeah, just look at your pair of that for air travel as well. There you go. All right, ten thousand dollar range. Let's kick it off. So five guys. five guys. We got Tony Finau at ten nine. We got Kyle Morikawa at ten six. Ricky Fowler at ten four. Max Oma ten two, and Justin Thomas at ten thousand bucks. All the popularity seems like it's on Ricky Fowler. Yeah. Uh, these are the golf gambling community is just kind of crowning him as the uh, king of rock and mortgage takes narrative street, baby. Narrative well, look, street. listen, I mean, I, I guess I'm trying to think what, when, when was the last time a guy was, I guess had a prominent sponsor who won his own events. Probably. Mm. I want to say speed has won a couple of AT&T. Uh, mm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pebble beaches. Um, the Valero Texas Open is on oh, Charlie AT&T. Hoffman. When was that? I don't know. Remember, he won like the Waste Management Open like fucking like, three times or something like that. No, he hasn't won the Waste Management. What, what's he? I don't think he has. Is, what is his tournament? It's not the Waste Management. It's the um, Charlie Hoffman. What's the... well? I, I, well, I mean, I, there has to be some RBC guys who have won something. Yeah. So oh, yeah, that's true. What isn't Rory technically an RBC guy? I don't think so. Is Fitzpatrick an RBC guy? Yeah, 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 yeah makes sense. Okay, maybe. Uh, does Sepp Straka drive an Accord or a Civic? Probably, <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. <laughs> well, anyways, all right. Enough, enough of the BS here. So, I guess <laughs> Ricky Fowler this week. It has kind of been crescendoing to him. Like we're all waiting for the win. Like, is chalk going to pay off for him, or do you think it's just? It's going to be like, you know, pretty much every other time he's been to Rocket Mortgage where he just has a bunch of sponsorship commitments and kind of distracts him from the golf and he lets everybody down. I guess where's your temperature at with the uh, I mean, look, I keep I keep trying to buck narrative street and it keeps holding tight for the most part. I mean, in DFS, it's one thing to fade him a little bit at 22%. But I mean, dude, this guy's on a heater. It's a shitty field. We always say, how come Ricky's not here? How come he's not here fucking playing these shitty events for a W? And here he is. So, I mean, I, I have no problem playing him and getting different somewhere else down, down bottom. You can definitely look, he has all, I mean, 
it's all the all the earmarkings of of an absolute miscut, right? Just everybody's on him. Everybody's bad. him at a wicked short number. He's going to be uber chalk. But at the same point, if not now, win, right? So fuck it, mm-hmm. like whatever. Like I got, I want to be there if Ricky wins. I don't want to be cussing that I'm not. I don't have a piece of him if he wins. You know what I mean? And I keep getting narrative street wrong. It always pays off every single time. So I might as well jump on it. Okay, I and, mean, and it, and it was the. Uh, it's the Valero that uh, that Hoffman like prints money at. That's what I was thinking. Though. Yes. So. Okay. All right. I don't think he's actually sponsored by uh, Big Texas he's, Oil. He's though. not. He's not. Okay. I just thought that shirt that Charlie Hoffman opened that he actually wears when he plays there. Yeah. I guess what's the case against Ricky from a profile standpoint? So it depends, I, I guess, it. how long you want to run your models for. If you run it at least two plus years, he Ooh. has the well, he has the weakest birdie rates. He has the weakest yeah. performance uh, under 150 yards of all the guys over 10,000 bucks. Uh, he has the weakest course history too. Uh, JT yeah. and Morikawa has never played this event before, but uh, of Homa, Fowler, and Finau, wow. he's done the worst. Um. The case for Ricky, he's been much better from under 150 this year. Like if you go to data golf, sixth in this field. Yeah, if you go to if you go to data golf, uh, from 100 to 150, he's 89th percentile in strokes mm. game per shot. Uh, he is 71st percentile in anything from 50 to 100. So right in the key ranges there, he's been doing excellent. It's because the iron play has been awesome. He's gained a lot of distance this year too. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of what we're looking for, right? Guys who make a lot of birdies, which he's done a lot of this year. Um, guys who hit their short irons very well. Guys who are long. Guys who pop very well on Ben Poe, which he's done very well in this field, too. So, yep. I mean, look, I mean, he's been playing great. If it works out for everybody, cool. Um, I do like a couple <laughs> of guys that don't have a lot of popularity, though. So, okay. I guess, other than Fowler, I guess, who do you like in this range? I don't mind some flop lag from Morikawa. Okay. Uh, just because, I mean, if it's irons, he's not, he's not long. And I know this is a bomber's paradise, but I mean, he looked real good on Friday. Like you said, when he made that charge, he shot five or six under or whatever. It seemed like he maybe figured something out. His putter wasn't absolutely atrocious on that day. Um, so yeah, I don't hate that getting some flop lag from Ricky. Uh, not from Ricky, from Colin. Uh, I, I'd much rather him than Homa, who looks fucking kind of lost. Like he looked like he had it on Thursday and lost it again on Friday. And I don't know if I trust JT enough yet. He's still lost, I think, over a stroke putting. So I'm not there yet with JT. So, yeah, I mean, that's it. Okay. So I guess, I mean, by default, I think I like Morikawa. Um, plus the ownership. Like, he's not getting any love. He's going to be the lowest owned in 10K. Like, that, I typically gravitate towards that anyway. Okay. I mean, I really like Morikawa a lot this week, especially because the ownership. I don't expect his ownership to stay this way, by Me the either. way. Oh, you think it's going to come up? I think it's going to go up. I think people are going to buy them. I think people are going to buy themselves into Morikawa this week. I think they're going to say, okay, look, he had a really good Friday. He played well at the U.S. Open. He was doing really well at the Memorial. And then I kind of, you know, he had to withdraw at that point. So maybe things will be a little better for for Morikawa. He is tremendous with his short irons. He is tremendous with birdie conversions, too. Uh, he's actually been putting better lately. Much better. Uh, his last three tournaments, he's posted positive scores in putting. He has two wins on Bent Poa Services. He won the Barracuda for his first win out in Reno. Uh, and then mm. before Murfield Village got converted over to Bentgrass, those were Bent oh. Poa Greens, mm. and he won there too. So, and if you look at some of the ones that, you know, 
maybe you think, okay, Morikawa can't get to like a 20 under. Well, he probably should have won Kapalua this year. I mean, he, I think, finished 25 under in that tournament and should have yeah. won. Uh, he finished second at the Summit Club. Well, that was like at 23 under as well. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So what? he has a good finish at John Deere in his career. Does he really? That's funny. He does. He's got a T4 there. Um, what was the score when he beat JT in that playoff? I can't remember where the fuck that was. Oh, uh, that was at Murfreesville. That was it. Was like fourteen under. I thought okay, so I thought it was a higher yeah. teens than that, but okay. Yeah. So I mean, most of his wins primarily have come from when it's in the teens, but in tournaments where guys who won with twenty under scores, he has a couple runner finishes and a couple top fives, a couple top tens. So yeah, it's gonna be as soft as it is too. Like maybe he can stick it to five feet every time and not have to worry about fucking the putter failing him. Right. I mean, it, it does go against the trend of like, you really do bombers. have to putt well here. Well, not even necessarily bombers. Like Nate Lashley won this place. So, and, and I think it was what Cam Davis versus Troy Merritt in a playoff. Merritt's kind of, is it Merritt? Merritt's kind of long. Merritt, no, Troy Merritt's not no. that long. I don't think so. He's so, an eagle machine. He's got to be long. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. I mean, let me verify this. If he can get to, if he can get to the path eyes and two, and no, he is he has deficient <laughs> distance. He's he has hasn't gained a yards in driving distance on anybody since last year's Shriners, and he got cut in that event. So no, he hasn't had the distance. But anyways, I mean, Kizer's done well here. Adam Hadwin's done well here. It just seems like the Bombers have just won this thing. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think more was too well. I actually like Homa more than you do this week. I actually kind of really like Homa this week. Cool. Well, I am forever rooting against Homa now, so that's just the way it's going to be. We can okay. Uh, I have a personal, I have a personal interest in him not finishing in the top six for the Ryder Cup, so I'm going to be putting all my juju. Twelve guys him. make it, buddy. I don't care. I don't want. Any, I don't want fucking old Zach Johnson to screw a pickup and, <laughs> and not bring Keegan. Thank you. No, I do. I want it solidified. All right. I need Zach Johnson. All right. Well, up. here's the case for Max Homa this week. Okay. Really right. high birdie rates. Uh, really good from under 150. He also has shown a lot of really spike putting leaks weeks lately. So he gained four strokes putting at Quail Hollow, four strokes putting at Oak Hill, four strokes putting at Colonial. Mm. He's had some decent finishes recently, at least. I mean, he did pretty well at Quail Hollow, did pretty well at Colonial. So. I don't think he's totally dead. He, act, I think you got it reverse. He did poorly on Thursday, but it came back strong on Friday. So no, nah, he was no, he was no, he was fine on Thursday, wasn't he? No, he was plus two on Thursday. Let's see. Uh, yes, plus two on Thursday, minus five on Friday. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So he basically, yeah, he missed the cut maybe, right on. Maybe was, week, was it the weekend prior that he did that? Yeah, maybe it was the it was the U.S. Open. He did that. He was fine on Thursday, bad on Friday, and then this one bad on Thursday, but Friday. Yeah, he missed the cut on the number. Same with Morikawa. Yep. So if you like a little bit of flop lag with Morikawa, maybe you got a little bit of flop lag with with uh, Homa too. And also, I don't see a ton of difference between this place and Silverado, where he's won twice. Like both those places are pretty straight round front of you, tree lines, circular greens. Robert uh, Trent. Robert Trent Jones did renovation work in the 60s to Detroit Golf Club. He also did renovation work to Silverado in the 60s as well. So very similar golf courses. So And those are Ben Poa greens, and these are Ben Poa greens, and actually mostly Poa. So you know, I, he's got a couple, I think, top 30 finishes here. I actually really like Max this week. 
Okay. Um, to maybe bounce back. He's got the distance that you're looking for, good with the short irons, good with the birdies, and low ownership. Like, I mean, you just said he was dead, so I let I love hearing that from you. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, he's I mean, he's so he's still higher owned than Morikawa for now. And what is it? It's Monday night. And I feel like you're probably right. He'll definitely get squeezed because people want to get back in on JT at 10K flat. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think Homo will probably get squeezed. It'll be him and Morikawa for the for the pivot plays up here. Okay. And then I guess the last I mean you touched briefly on JT. Uh everything about Fina looks good except for the putter. Mm. So does that get turned? I mean, he's been pretty good on bent post services his career, but just it's yeah. been bad for him lately. So Yeah, I just I, I don't trust it yet. I I mean he was unconscious with approach, like <laughs> like you know what I mean? And I don't know. I just don't trust it yet. Especially on a course he hasn't played before when you've told me that these greens can be a little tricky. Like, I'll pass. No, Fina well, Fina won here last year. No, I'm talking about JT. Sorry. Oh, JT. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I thought yeah. You I mean, JT. I mean, you basically make the same case as JT as Kevin Finau. Just you know. Yeah, I just I mean, trust Finau more. Like, I don't know because he hasn't been as like hair on fire, fucking bad, I guess, as, as JT. So it's not as like painful. But his putter hasn't turned around the slightest since fucking April. So yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it hasn't. And when Finau won last year, like he showed a bunch of those spike putting weeks, and this the only time he has was it. Uh, Vedanta yeah, he, has problem. Yeah, he won the 3M the week before. Right. So, <laughs> no, I think he yeah. has. Did he win? Oh, you're right. He did win yeah. the 3M. Well, even, well, even before that, like a Canadian Open yeah. the Memorial. Yeah, like he was putting, seven. he was putting yeah. really well leading up to it. Yeah. And now he isn't. So, yeah, I know. I think, didn't we both have him at the Rocket? Because we, I know I had him at RBC and I bet him at the Open again. No, uh, I was on hiatus. So, I didn't okay. have anybody that week. Okay. I didn't start betting, I think, until the wind of the following week, and I hit a winner. So there you go. Perfect. Yeah, there you go. But <laughs> yeah. no, I did not have uh, Tony that week. So, all right, anything else, or uh, yeah. do you want to take another little uh, quick break? Yeah, we'll, we'll finish up our housekeeper and then uh, run through the rest of these bumps. All right, so listen, we're also brought to you guys by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and college baseball player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog and acted in so many states. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Okay, now it's going to start to get fun and ugly. Yeah. $9,000 range. So yep. you got Tom Kim, who showed a little bit of signs of life last week, but managed to still nope. piss you off and piss yeah. me off, too. Yeah. Uh, he's got a lot of ownership. Hideki's got a lot of ownership, too. Uh, same thing with Sunday as well. Care. You don't, I don't, Well, all right. Let's just start with these three guys right here. Yeah. So Tom Kim, Hideki, Sungjae. I guess, what do you think is drawing the ownership thing? Because at least the recent performances hasn't been all that good. It's just the name lab construction. Yes. Maybe, maybe both. I mean, look, he showed life at travelers, right? With a T 13, but at a course where everybody's talking about bombers. I mean, we have talked about this, like we don't know if it's an injury or what. And I, I'd have to look to see what did he do last week? Because he still looked short off the tee last week. So if we need to bomb here and his putting is so hit or miss. Hold, hold, hold on a second. Week, yeah. Who's saying we need to bomb here? I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I understand the recent winners, but yeah. I mean, it, there's shorter guys who have done well here too. I know, but I mean, look at the the. So what we got? Bryson Davis and Fina. All of them are bombers. Okay, and Nate. All right, so let's all right. Let's look at last year's leaderboard then. Oh, so, all right. Let's go back to last year. 
I, I, I understand it, but at least from what data golf says, it's the distance thing is not predictable. Yes. Those guys have been winning, but it's mm. not the only way to success. Like Tom Kim finished seventh here. Mm. Uh, Steven Yeager finished fifth. JJ spawn finished eighth. Russell Henley finished 10th. Troy Merritt yeah. finished 14th. Siwoo was 14th. Yeah. Okay. So like, I understand that. Yes. We're looking at the guys who have won here. It's very easy to cherry pick, but you don't, necessarily have to be long everybody's going to be having short irons into all these greens yeah oh any any solid with 150 and under yeah i don't know that's the thing yeah i mean i don't know i guess yeah he's middling uh if kim didn't screw was it nine through 11 up two days in a row i mean yeah i think he shot like nine over between those so he would have a hell of a lot better finish um kind of like what sunday did i'm not typically a sunday guy Uh, i don't know what happened to him on Sunday because I thought he was like way up there. So he probably had the reverse Tom Kim bad Sunday, good Saturday. So I think, I think any play up here is just kind of ownership dependent and what kind of what you do, you know, above, right? Like, I mean, I, you could, I mean, in reality, you could stuff Colin and Ricky into one lineup and skip the nine K range. You could, you could do that. Um, I guess if you put a gun to my head, I think I like Sungjae the best, which yes, is no surprise. I'm a Sungjae apologist. <laughs> um, say the least. Yeah, I, I am. But look, so really high birdie rates. He showed some signs of life last week after whatever the hell that was after he over to Korea. <laughs> had to get, had to be injury. Had to be. It, it had to have been. I, I, I guess some concerns I have of him, he has not been all that good from under 150 this year. Mm. So that's a ding, but he's just been really good on a lot of these tracks where there's a lot of birdies, where it's a pretty low score. Like, you know, he's got an eighth place finish here. He's won the Shriners. He finished top 10 then again last year there. Ninth at CJ Cup, third at Case Valley. Couple good finishes at Kapalua. So where there's a lot of birdies flying around. And he has shown a spike putting week recently. He put really well at Quail Hollow. Uh, Put okay last week too. Mm -hmm. So if he can get that going, you know, I I kind of like him better than Hideki, who has not seemed like he's been getting the putter going a whole lot recently. And Tom Kim, like he he's had a couple good showings, but that's been really up and down with him too. And I just yeah. think Sungjae is a better putter than both those guys. So okay. I think that's... Yeah. I'm, that's yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. All right. Uh, are you going back to Keegan? Or, well, not going back because you didn't have him last week. Are you uh, returning to <laughs> no, Keegan this week? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think it might be that also might be ownership depending. It seems like it's kind of pushed down a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, he needs those Ryder Cup points to guarantee a spot. I mean, he was dazzling with his wedges, and the aim point obviously has really fucking helped him, right? So, I don't know, man. Um, gaining seven strokes putting. Let's see, what did he do that last? So, he did a game over five at the Memorial. Yeah, his putter's been heating up. Still gained, yeah. So, last time he gained seven was the Famas. And then gained a little bit on the at waste management too. And I don't have the stats for the Zozo, but I imagine he gained a shit ton. And then twentieth at the CJ Cup. So I don't know. Maybe he'll sit here and contend. Uh he makes a shit ton of birdies. So yeah, I mean I don't hate it, but um yeah, I think I'd rather him than than Cam Davis, the past champion here who has been objectively bad since the PGA, other than an okay performance at Travelers. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think the ding on Camp Davis is that putter has not been very good. Mm. But, I mean, good from under 150. 
bomber if you're just going for the bomber there mm-hmm. good birdie rates good here i guess i'm surprised that and i understand why people are not on harris english because there's a Uber. lot of things yeah. that you don't want this place like really low birdie rates not very good from under 150 like objectively bad from under 150 but yeah. you see gaining 10 strokes putting a couple weeks ago gaining yep. five at quail hollow like if Put, if this thing really just turns into putting is all that matters, like yeah, he's uh, he's there. I mean, what happened to him on what happened to him on Sunday? I don't know. I think he was pretty out. bad over the weekend. Yeah. So, but I mean, look, if he's if he gains ten strokes putting in this tournament, like he's 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 gonna finish top ten at <laughs> least. Yeah. And yeah. That's a guy who's won a lot of tournaments. He's won Kapalua. He's won out of Bent Poa service before in the Travelers. Mm-hmm. I think he's at, I think, uh, I think only Bo Hostler has a better track record at Bent Poa than he does Ridiculous. Um, in this field. Mm-hmm. So at 5%, like I understand the birdie rates are bad with him. Under 150 is bad with him, but he also mm-hmm. has been kind of burning people when everybody's on him and mm-hmm. paying off when people when he's not. So yep. that might be just kind of a blind click at, the, at that point. Just having yeah, I don't hate it. Okay. Yep, I don't hate it. Uh, I got nothing else. You got anything else? No, we go to AK. All right. All right. AK range. So, you know, kind of like what it usually is. Ownership's not heavily concentrated too much, or at least except on a couple guys. Yep. Uh, Alex Smalley drawing drawing top of ownership. I had some things to say about Alex Smalley, uh, maybe in okay. response to that ownership. And then Austin Ackroyd, everybody's darling. Um, <laughs> what can go wrong? I mean, he has been good, and he's a good player. Like he was on yeah. that Oklahoma State team with Matthew Wolf and Hovland, and he, I think, he was the fourth banana on that team. But like all those guys were stars. Yeah. So I know. I mean, are Remember you I got that earworm and was betting him forever? That's true. And you just call him yeah. Akrat. Yeah. He's on my fucking year-long fantasy team, for Christ's sake. The, that is true. The, the, uh, um, I, yeah, I guess 20% ownership is terrifying. Anytime, anytime a guy like that who is typically low sevens is, gets that huge salary increase and is still chalk, terrifying. I'd rather avoid it. Okay. Um, do you want to play a chalky Ben on? Hell no. No. Definitely not. No. I don't no. know if I want to either. No. Uh, I mean, for a tournament where you got to putt pretty well, he is a horrible putter. Yeah. Um, great off the tee, though. Like a lot of the comp courses I looked at for like Birdie Fest, he has, I think, two top 20 finishes in his career. Mm-hmm. So that's not encouraging. Uh, he's okay from under 150, not superb. So, I don't know. I think I'm. An, I'm. An, I think I'm out on him too. I don't know if I want to eat that chalk. So I guess if everybody else, who, who who do you like in this range? I mean, what about Ludwig? I mean, I mean, duh. I, I, everybody's on Ludwig though. I mean, he's less owned than he's less owned than Alex Smalley. Yeah. Uh, Seb Strocker, he's pretty close with Benny on. He's less owned then, and Eckerd is less owned then. So he's okay. on the lower end in this, right? So at least with the guys around him, um, he, he's he's like he's almost triple what Brian Harmon is, though. So uh, you know, objectively, you probably should just play Brian Harmon. 
<laughs> you, pro- you probably you probably should. I mean, yeah. he showed a, sp- a spike putting week last week too. Yeah, uh, has not been good here, but pretty good on some comparable courses. Yeah. So yeah, you probably should play just Brian Harmon. But if you're not scared of a shock, I mean, Ludwig is a stud. Yeah, he's yeah. he's probably of everybody in this range. Like he's going to end up being the best player of all of them just in his career. Like he's he's that good. Yeah. So he has a huge ceiling. I mean, he he basically has to finish top twenty to kind of pay off his price and yeah. his ownership. I mean, that's definitely feasible in this range. Yeah, yeah, I'll be all right with it. All right, depending on what your depending on what your build is. Okay. Um, can I interest you in Steven Yeager this week? No. 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 All right, I'll try and make a case. All right. All right, he's got decent birdie rates. Uh, he's been hitting his irons under 150 pretty well this year. Last year, he was not hitting his irons very well under 150. This year, it's, it's a lot bigger improvements. He's also made a lot of gis- distance uh, gains as well. And he finished fifth year last year. Okay. So, I don't um, mind Steven Yeager a little bit. He just lost them. Fucking seven and a half strokes putting. Well, that's, a, that's the thing with him, though. So, he's been very volatile. So, he lost four strokes at Quail, gained four strokes at the Byron, Byron Nelson, lost yeah. three at PGA, gained three yeah. at Charles Schwab. Yeah. So, he is all over the place. Yeah. I mean, prior prior to the AT&T, though, he was two. Yeah. Four, so, he was like 10 weeks in a row. He lost a stroke putting. Right. But, I mean, it, looking at everybody who's won this thing, they've all shown yeah. recently just volatile spike putting weeks. And I see that from him. So I actually kind of like him this week and he's not trying a lot of ownership and he's got a good finish here. What happened to Chris Kirk? Chris Kirk has been slumping. I don't know if it's the Jason Day syndrome where he won a tournament and then just kind of been bad ever since. That's kind of what's been happening. I mean, he had a a T10 of Valero, T23 of Masters, but otherwise though, it just seems like every week something's just one part of his game goes wrong. So at Charles Schwab, he couldn't putt. At Memorial, he couldn't hit his irons. At the U.S. Open, he couldn't scramble. And it's just three straight missed cuts there. No. Theoretically, he should be good here. I mean, he has been good. Yeah. But really good with the with his short irons, good putter on bent poa. You know, he's going to hit from the fairway a lot, which is important to make birdies at this place. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I said in the show last night, if you haven't been hitting the ball that good, if you've shown that you're good here, I think this can probably yeah. get you out of a slump. Yeah. So I think Chris Kirk probably, I mean, his ownership is what, 10% or so? Yeah. I'd rather play Chris Kirk than Alex Smalley, who I can talk some pretty negative things about in his profile. Sure. Uh, did not play well here last year. Doesn't have very good birdie rates. Uh, doesn't hit his irons under 150 very well. He's not a very good putter. <laughs> that's, a right. that's a lot of strikes on that resume right there. So I understand he's been playing. I understand he's been playing very well lately. But, yeah. but if we're looking for guys who putt, guys who make birdies, guys who hit their short irons pretty well, that's not Alex Smalley for you. Yeah, I would. I would agree, and especially that ownership. Yeah. Um. Oh, boy, did. Can I interest you in Adam Hadwin? No. Not even 5% ownership. Okay. Uh, he also has been hitting his short irons pretty well this year. So that's a good, uh, good on him. He's been pretty good at this golf course. He has a fourth place finish. He's got a couple other good finishes at places like Shriners 
and um, John Deere, where he's been pretty good. Those are yeah. Bernie Fess. Um, he's shown he's been hitting his irons really good lately. He hasn't putting all that good, but before that, the putter was really the only thing that's been working. And the Rocket Mortgages, he has always put really well here. So he gained about a stroke per round putting last year, the Rocket Mortgage. In 2021, he got cut, but he gained two and a half strokes putting that week. Hmm. In 2020, he gained about 0.7 strokes per round putting. So, and he's put really well on bent poa surfaces. He's played pretty good, I think, over in Silverado. And I don't, like I mentioned with Max Homa, I don't think there's a big difference between this place and that place. Yeah, he's got a second place finish in 2020 at Silverado. Okay. I kind of like Adam Hamlin this week, too. And did I, don't you know, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. And did you know, over his last two years, he's been within five of the lead eight times? Yeah, how many wins does he have? Zero. Okay. But uh, Wyndham Clark also didn't have any wins. Oh, I think he had stop it. Well, no, it's no, it's true. He actually he had he was within five of the lead ten times, and he finally won. I'm just saying. I don't know. I feel like how old is Hadwin? I feel like maybe it's just because I feel like he's Hadwin's. Old. I think 35. Yeah, so it's a little different. It's a little different. It's okay. A little different. A All right. Different. I'm just saying. Sometimes you knock on the door a lot, and then you eventually get a win. So. All right. Oh, I know you're disgusted. Okay, seven thousand bucks. Who do you like? No, it's whatever. It's whatever lollipop the kids left me. Like I don't even know what flavor this fucking yellow one is. Disgusting. <laughs> All right, seven thousand dollar range. Uh, who are some guys about seventy five hundred bucks you like? Um, I wanted to play Rye just because he, but he's his pug has been real bad and never played here. Short, but he's a good iron player. I don't know. I don't know what to do with him. I don't know what to do with Taylor Moore either. I don't know if he's just done after his win. We'll play him again next year. He's been objectively bad for a minute. Justin Saw, I don't know if he has the upside. Davis Riley, I don't hate at the ownership because yeah. he was a darling for a while. Right? Mm-hmm. So let's take a look and see. What That's not bad. Play. So not good birdie rates. He's, he hits his short irons pretty well. Doesn't score with them, but he hits his yeah, short irons pretty well. Uh, he's been putting a little better lately. That's not hmm. terrible. Not terrible. Not great. Um, just gained six strokes putting. Came in 45th. Lost six strokes on approach. It's not great. How about Patrick Rogers? Yeah, I mean, I can't get these Canadians right. I feel like maybe that's he, my he's problem. Not, he's not Canadian. Wait, isn't Patrick Rogers Canadian? No, he's not Canadian. He's American, dude. Is he? Yes. I don't know. He looks Canadian. He's from Indiana. Yeah. He like looks the, Canadian. It's like the Canada of the United States. All right. Well, I mean, so last fall <laughs> he had That's right, So last fall he had a six at Fortnite. He's uh <laughs> finished a couple he has a couple of finishes in Mexico. Mm-hmm. You know, that has a lot of high birdie rates. Second in John Deere in his career. You know, I mean, he's been he's he shows some spike putting weeks too. Now, the one mm-hmm. thing about him though, he is horrible with his short irons, which is definitely concerning. But he's done well places like Harbor Town and Sea Island and Bermuda, and those are really short courses with you know, yeah, his short irons good. So maybe he can overcome it. I don't mind Rogers this place. Um, I don't mind Brandon Wu either. 
some good yeah, rates with know. him. Uh, he has some spike putting weeks recently as well. He's been hitting the ball okay lately. Uh, he's got, I think, what, a top 30 finish here last year. A uh, couple of good finishes down in Mexico. T23 of Byron Nelson hmm. a couple weeks ago. Okay. I can buy my way into that. Yeah. Um, Thomas Detry. Always. Birdie. Light, birdie light machine. My, light my money on fire. Birdie machine. He hits his short irons pretty good. He's a decent putter. That's not a bad play. What about Pendrith right above him with like no ownership? You could, but Pendrith was playing a lot better last year coming in. And this, I mean, he's just been bad. Bad. Yeah, bad. bad, bad. Uh, two straight missed cuts. He hasn't cracked the top 60 since the PGA Championship. PGA. Yeah. So, but I mean, in a lot of these comp courses, he's never missed a cut. You know, so Rocket, Fortnite. Yeah, top 40 finished at Fortnite. 30th in Mexico a couple weeks or a couple months ago. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I can pass. I can, I can pass on him. That's okay. fine. Uh, maybe well, Dougie Gim, is he back? Might be back. He said the ball pretty good. Yeah, he looked real good at Travelers, right? He, he uh, third does, top 20 in a row. He does some things you don't really want at this place, though. Uh, he doesn't make a lot of birdies. He doesn't use a good putter, but I mean, he's been playing great. Uh, I think his ownership's a little high for my liking, but yeah. that's not horrible. That's fair. Uh, what did he get Adam, to? What did he get to at Travelers? He must. He may. He had to at least be at fifteen deep, right? Yeah. No. I mean, he did pretty well at Travelers for sure. Yeah, I'm just saying so, for the birdies, like you know, if he can get to fifteen deep there, that's oh, that's I, a good point. Right? Okay. Um, how about Nate Lashley again? Oh God. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, ugly. it's ugly. It's ugly, but he gets. I mean, seventeenth at RBC, top twenty. Yeah, I mean, he got cut last week, but he hit the ball pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, T23 at Byron Nelson. I like my boy Hardy below him. You like Hardy? Mm. Okay. I don't, I he don't does. He can't putt worth he, he can't putt worth a shit, though. I, I got decent put, recent putting numbers on him, though. He recent, I, yeah, recent. I, don't, I just don't believe it. <laughs> I just don't believe it. Well, I mean, <laughs> all right. So, so Charles Schwab was Ben Grass. U.S. Open was Ben Grass. Last week with Ben Pella. A lot of his terrible putting results have been on Bermuda. So like Wells That's Fargo, true. Heritage, Valspar, Players, oh, Honda, okay. API, yeah, and then West Coast Poa. So maybe this like maybe Ben or Northeastern grasses. Maybe maybe that's a little better for him. Okay, okay. You know, I mean, he makes a lot of cu- he makes a lot of cuts at these events. Yeah, that, that's I not like bad. How why is Shez only fucking seventy two hundred after what he did last week? You know, I thought the same thing. Like, can't I, like he's been really bad at this course, and honestly, he hasn't been really good at a lot of these like birdie fests in general. But can a guy who hits his short irons pretty good and is a really good putter do well at this place? Yeah, probably should. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't we all look stupid if Ches Reby ends up winning this place? I saw a hundred to one on him. For real? Yeah, I did. I didn't mm. bet it, but I saw it. I acknowledged it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I nodded to it. I gave. It I, I was like, "Oh, right along. I said, oh, that's interesting." Uh, who else can I bet? scroll? Scroll, scroll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's see who else is down here. Harry Hall. I always like Harry Hall. These events really. Yeah, I almost rates. 
Yeah, I almost picked him up in our year long. I picked somebody else up instead, though. I can't remember who. I think I might have picked him up this year or this week, actually. But really good birdie rates, really good from under 150, great putter. Like, I really like that combo this week. Um, yeah, I could definitely get behind that. Plus, he was a scally cat, even though he's a he's a disgusting Brit. Yeah, he was really good at Summerlin too. Like he, I think he finished like top twelve there in the fall, and I think he has like another like twentieth place finish there too. Like he's really good there. Yeah. Um, I said to be patient on Kevin Yu, and then he came out and oh. was the first round leader last insane. week. Insane, insane. Uh, I I love that dude. Yeah. I, I ended up picking up him up in our season long league last week, and I wish I played him. But uh, right. that, he doesn't putt very well, but man, he hits it so good. Yep. Like, he got, he's, he's got a ton of ownership, though. I know. Eh, it's like 10%. I mean, for 7K, that's a lot. You gotta that look at relative around him. Yeah. But the, the guy is just really good. Like, he, and, uh, he's only missed three cuts so far out of like, I think, 11 starts, couple top 10s. Yeah. yeah I, I don't mean, hate it. it. I mean, T49 last week at Travelers, but he definitely made some noises first start back. Oh, yeah. He fell off the face of the earth. It's like, yeah, he did. Yeah. But I mean, it's like Dylan Wu. Like, I, I mean, he's catching 10% too. Like, do I want, do I want Kevin Yu or Dylan Wu? Okay. Which one? Because I don't want Cam Champ in the middle. Thank you. No. All right. Let me, let's play a game. Who would you rather? Would you okay. rather pick Ben Griffin or Will Gordon? Ooh. I what happened think, to Ben Griffin, man? I don't know. He was wasn't he doing everything with his putter? And I think it just kind of fell apart. I think he did, but like that's a dude who was what thirty six hole leader at the players. They interviewed him there. I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the putter fell off the face of the earth, and around. I mean, nothing looks good, really. If I'm being, but it looks like the, the, the approaches are improving a little bit. The irons have been better with him lately. He hits yeah. a pretty good under one fifty. His birdie rates are good. Now that's mostly in the fall, though. But I would classify this as kind of a fall event. I guess. Oh God, Will Gordon's so bad under one fifty. I Will Gordon is really bad. He's atrocious under one fifty. But he hits. He hits a lot of birdies, though. Yeah, he was horrible. I think I take, he was horrible last week, though. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of red. <laughs> I, I still, I still think I take Gordon for the upside. If I had I, to choose between the two, I think I would take Ben Griffin. And well, I, I mean that's that's the difference between us, right? Like, like I'll, yeah. I'll take the I, I'll take the knowing that he's probably going to miss the cut by fucking ten, but he could get a top fifteen. Right? I don't see a top fifteen out of Ben Griffin. Yeah, I see like a top forty out of Ben Griffin, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, all right, that's enough. Seven thousand. Anybody? Unless you got anybody else in that range? No, I mean I think we covered everybody. Oh, well, let's do our obligatory Carson Young for Cameron. Oh, yeah. Seventeen uh, percent Carson Young. Yeah, have fun with that. <laughs> I mean, look, like he does everything you're looking to, for this place. He's a yeah. good putter and he does well in a lot of these comp courses. Not really great under one fifty though. That's mm-hmm. a little concerning. Yeah, I'm but good. I'm for good. DFS, I'm probably good. Yeah. And honestly, if that top forty price is you know, steamed up or something. Like if I got to pay like plus one twenty for him for top forty, no thank you. Interesting. I'll pass on that. I'd like. All right. I'd like to know what his top twenty number is on here. But anyway, go ahead. All right, under six k range. Yep, six k range. Um, how about Calum Terran? So it's funny. I was looking at him. 
Um, he's been playing good lately. Or playing yeah, he's playing good. Golf. Strong off the tee. Under 150 mm-hmm. is not the best. Um, no. Pose is worse surface. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's not good. It's, his Ben Poe history is not very good. But he's 20th here last year. Six to John Deere. Yeah, that's fair. Dude, he's got so many. And he's he missed. God, he's missed so. He loses. So yeah, but that's that. But I that's can't. all. That's all in the past, baby. <laughs> he's I like four it, of his last five cuts. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's better than me like flirting with fucking Doc Redman. Okay. Um, how about history, David? You know? How about David Lipsky? Uh, I don't hate it. He was okay last week, wasn't he? Yeah, did good at the Memorial. At T fifty six, but. T12 Memorial, T16 Charles yeah. Schwab. Uh, he makes a lot of cuts at these events. Like T44 Shriners last year, T37 Rocket Mortars last year, T24 John Deere, T25 Byron Nelson, T6 in Mexico. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hits his short irons pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. Uh, you want to give your obligatory story about Grayson Sig? No, it's fine. I don't have the kids. No? No. I mean, he's been bucking his head lately. It's true. Good. It's true. A couple good finishes in a row. Pot pretty well last week. It's not even my, it's not even my story. It's my buddy's story. <laughs> uh, he's got a T-16 at John Deere. He's got a T-18 in Mexico. That's not bad. T- T-30 at Fortnite. You know, he hits a short irons, all right. Decent, mm-hmm. you know, decent putter on Bent Poa. Or how about your boy Balone, Justin Lauer? Mm. He's been okay lately. Yeah, he goes back and forth. He's a really yeah. good putter. He's a yeah, he's a very, he's got some spike putting. He's really good on Silverado. He did play mm. well at Shriners last uh, fall. T forty three at Byron Nelson. T thirty Rocket Mortgage. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad. That. He hits the short irons okay. Um, how about Robbie Shelton? Going back no. to him. Nope. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm reaching at this point. Uh, oh, God. Three straight miscuts. Wow. That's yeah, horrible. No, no, no. no. Uh, let's look past that, though. Let's look at these Hard really pass. good results back in April. Oh, let's, look, let's, let's cherry pick these sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, listen, decent birdie rates. But yeah, he's been really bad. I'll give you yep. that. But he's been putting a little better lately. That's the only okay. thing that's been working. All right, I have nobody else. EVR sixty four hundred. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he he had that injury. He just hasn't been good since. What do you know about this Jonathan Bird cat? What do I know about Jonathan Bird? Yeah, he's made four how, straight cuts. How he old do you think the RBC? How old do you think Jonathan Bird is? He's like fucking what? Probably thirty eight, thirty nine, forty five. Okay, I was close. He's old. Okay. But he's making it look a little comeback. Yeah, a little comeback. <laughs> Uh, he's been playing since, I mean, he won the John Deere back in 2007. So that's relevant, I guess. Uh, Uh, he has won. He won Kapalua in 2011. That's relevant. (laughs) Birdie fest, baby. Birdie, birdie fest. Sure. If if you want to play Jonathan bird, uh, no, I think I'd rather play our boy Percy. Yeah, stick, stick with friends and family on the show. Yeah, exactly. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Right, um, I don't want to talk about anybody else. You got anybody else? Don't I know. mean, is Brant Snedeker going to finish uh, DFL no. again? Possibly. All right. Possibly. Uh, Richie Warinsky is some is somebody that Cameron, I guess, is interested in. Why? Why? 
the guy makes a lot of birdies and he's a, a good putter and he's got an okay course history here, but he stinks. He's not good. He's not very good at golf. I think I think I made fun of him for withdrawing from a tournament. Or no, that was Dylan Fratelli. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I mean what, eleventh at the Byron Nelson. I mean, he's been good in his career on these birdie fests, so at yeah. sixty two hundred bucks, fine. I guess it's that's acceptable. Okay. Whatever. Yes, he's a PG Tour winner. He won a opposite yeah. field event. Uh, I think the Barracuda, actually. So technically, yes, he's a PG Tour winner. So, okay. So, well, as much as my 18 birdies, fucking, I, I think Cam golf. He's got a newborn. Air quotes. I don't believe him because he golfs every fucking day. I get an alert, like at least every other day that he's out golfing somewhere. Like he should be. He should. He should be a fucking plus two at this point. As much as he golfs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we all should be plus twos. Yeah. Okay. All right. You got anything else? No, I got nothing else. It's on the show. Okay. All right. So same thing as last night. Uh, Steve will hopefully be here tomorrow. If not, uh, I'll find somebody to fill in. Um, we'll, we'll see if he uh, get, if he has the baby. Uh, and if not, uh, we'll both be here for the best bet show uh, uh, for the Rocket Mortgage. Uh, sure, it's going to be a very eclectic card. Should be uh, should be interested with some gross fucking names on it. Can't wait for it. So till then, make sure to go check out Steve's uh, preview article. Still uh, check out last night's show if you haven't listened yet. Uh, don't forget to rate and review if you're still listening. That's always nice. And uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Boston underscore Capper. And other than that, you motherfuckers tomorrow. <laughs>